Okay. Do you know the name of our podcast is? Uh, what's in the box? <laughs> no, what is it? Oh, Matt, your poor brain. How do you live? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's actually nice. Yeah, um, it sounds pretty nice. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, what's in the box is what I just said, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I did not sleep well last night. Okay. Oh, boy. Hey, everybody, this is Show Me the Movie Podcast with Jess and Matt. I'm Jess. I'm Matt. Exactly. A lot's changed since June. Sorry, I actually did that accidentally, so we're going to start that again. I'm not, Jess. Okay, ready? I think think people know who's who. It's okay. It's okay. We'll do it again. Ready? (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready. Hey, podcast people, this is Show Me the Movie with Jess and Matt. I am the aforementioned Matt. I'm Jess, and I'm I'm a podcast person. You're a podcast person, and everyone listening is podcast people. It's episode um, 51. Sure is. It is. Tonight we're going to podcast like it's 2019. Mm-hmm. We sure are. We're going to do it. We're going to go through uh, all the best movies of the decade by by year. Mm-hmm. Each year. It's got a best we movie. We know what they are, and you're about to find out. Hey, it's been a while since we last did this, huh? June. June, my man. Well, we've been saving up like six months of solid content for you guys. Oh my god, we have so much solid content. And we're going to pack it into the same amount of time as always, and it's just going to be that much, just that much density of quality and content. If there was ever a time to have taken six months off, now is the time. End of the decade. That's right. We have a you're lot gonna, to summarize. wondering if it was worth the wait, and just in 50 minutes you're going to say, wow, it, it was so worth the wait. It was worth it. You know doing research for this i feel like some some years you just feel hashtag blessed you know i was like looking yep. at some of these and i was just like oh what every every weekend you could watch an amazing film if you if you see yeah. those that was 2012 oh just wow 2012 20, 2014 oh, I, beg to no, differ we'll get there we'll yeah, get there we'll i'm get not there. saying 2012 was the only one but yep oh, well, i was fully I'm... into it I'm excited for you to change my a mind. Of, a lot of really dark stuff. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just gonna go through some dark stuff in 2012. But um, yeah, so yeah, so here we are. Do yeah. we have an excuse for uh, not having podcasted for six months? No, we're lazy and we. Uh... Yeah, we're we're millennials. You bought a um, cat. I I got a cat. I didn't buy a cat. I adopted a cat. <laughs> you saved a cat's life. I paid an adoption fee. Yeah. The cat the cat saved my life, Jess. Oh, you know. As, as my bumper who? sticker says, um, we got a cat. You? We went to Mexico City. We went to China. Uh, you've been traveling, and mm-hmm. no, we don't have an excuse, and we don't need an excuse because no. this is free content. Yeah, enjoy it while it's here. Who knows when the next one might show up? That's how I lived my life. We might do another um, another decade in review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait for our next podcast in ten years. I think um, something's also happening in the world. Good things, bad, mostly bad. If something is happening, something is opening. Well, collectively, we're all sad. Mm-hmm. And then, but the good thing is that a lot of, I mean, this is not new. I mean, the whole decade has been filled with remarkable television. Yes, that's so true. And something has been happening in film, which is not good, which is Marvel movies. Yeah, also true. Yeah. If you know anything about me uh, or you, you know that this is not uh, Marvel Corner podcast. This yeah. is, we're anti- 
And I think more, more and more people are anti-Marvel be just because, like, it's swallowing up all the money. And, like, if you're an actor, it's like, I, I do want money. And I get to hang out with other cool actors and go to, like, Hawaii or wherever they do that stuff. Yeah. So when you say more and more people are against it, you mean more and more people that are actors? Well, I would say film watchers. Oh, really? Boy. Well... They're not. They're, they don't seem to be suffering from a lack of uh, viewership. So someone's true. someone's watching it. You're right. You're right. Um, but anyway, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is that television has so much more artistic diversity. Mm-hmm. 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 But this is yeah. not best television of the decade podcast. No, it is not. But we should also say, I think it's fair to say that there's still really, really great stuff being made. It's just that you have to um, you have to to dig between the folds of Marvel. Mm -hmm. to find it and And, you know there's quality marvel movies coming out too sort of i'll say that sort of there's just there's just so much of it and Mm -hmm. it's so much cgi and i mean they have amazing actors they have that's it maybe the most important part so that's one might argue yeah Yeah. i don't know i feel like marvel movies uh i generally find to be i like i was really i hated them and now i think that they're fine i've sort of uh acquiesced as it were yeah, I, still I just can't watch them the in most, one sitting. The most recent one, but I, yeah, I, I complain about them a lot. But I've seen, I think, every single one except for the, uh, whatever, the Avengers, uh, Avengers, super, super duper end of it all game. I watched it on a plane. Yeah, it was good. You know, I watched it on a plane. That's the right yep. place to do it. Movies are different now too, because like you don't necessarily have to go to the theater to see a good movie because of like Netflix and Amazon. You can just. Mm-hmm. And it feels less like an experience that it once was of like going to the, the theater. Although there are there are no good movies on Netflix ever. Oh, that's really that's not is that right? That's yeah, not right. I just are, watched Bad Boys Two are, on Netflix the other day. So okay, well, like you, yeah, you have to wait a really long time to to see a new release on Netflix. Unless it's a Netflix original. Of a good, well, right, but those are not often good. That's well, there's one they got they. They put out one a year. There's lots of movies that are yeah. fun, like, you know, To All the Boys I've Loved Before. That's a fantastic movie, Loved but it. it's, not, it's not a good movie, but I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. You know what? No, that was a good movie. It was good. But, yeah, okay. Should we uh, just, just jump right in here in 2010? Where Let's were we it. in 2010? Was 2010. I, uh, I was living in Chicago. I just moved to Chicago. It was a long time Did ago. I live in Colorado? You did. You still... Okay. Oh, I, was you had already... I still do. Yeah. Oh, I know that I live in Colorado. I'm, I'm looking around now. <laughs> this is definitely Colorado. I mean, like I was, yeah, okay. I was a graduate student. I was eating, uh, I was I eating too. ramen. I too was a graduate student. I was a graduate student from 2010 through 2017. Yeah, that's a long time to be a graduate student. It's too but long. you've got a, a poofed to to show for it. Poofed. PhDs uh, nuts, Matt. PhDs uh, <laughs> nuts. That is aggressive. My favorite movie uh, of 2010. Yeah. Speaking of college is the social network mm-hmm. same yeah, same right here, so good. yeah followed by true grit although i was watching it again recently because i was like oh true grit that was that was good. close to, close to as good as the social network and i started watching it and i was like nah social work networks way better um it's, it's amazing to... how many millennial like not millennial but like uh i guess maybe gen z basically everybody associated with uh um bill uh bill simmons, simmons and his whole thing like all they all they talk about is how great the social network is. All of their their media people, um, and they're not wrong. I mean, everybody loves it. It's Fincher. Yeah, 
Pinterest I think does the good cool, work. The cool thing about social network is when it was announced that it was being made, people were like, dude, what? Yeah. Like, what? Why, what's, what are you doing this for? What's happening here? And it is a perfect movie. It's probably, well, I guess this is happening now with, like, drones and Guantanamo Bay and stuff. But, like, it was, uh, it was a movie about a thing that happened really not that long before the movie. Yeah, it's sort of an interesting... Well, you know what, though? It's not distinct in that way. Like, what's the movie about Watergate with Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford? Oh, All the President's Men? Yeah. I mean, that didn't come out that long after Watergate, did it? Uh, Maybe a decade? Maybe? Maybe. And I guess The Social Network was 2010, and it was... When was that happening? 1995? What? The, the, The content of the beginning of the movie? Well, no, I, Facebook was like 2003. Oh, really? It didn't yeah. start until then? Oh, okay. Well, all right. Because I remember, it might have been 2004, because I remember I got to college in 2000, January 2005, and Colorado College had just gotten Facebook. Okay. Like, was that like two, a year or two after it was just Harvard? It was the Ivies for a little bit, but yeah. Um, well, we're uh, just exploring explaining things we don't even know but i think it's the only uh david fincher movie on my list for the whole decade uh me too yeah me too it, it doesn't seem like it should be yeah gone girl was good but not great it doesn't seem like it should be one of his better movies like nothing on paper so so there there's not it doesn't have like the best actors it doesn't have the greatest plot um, but it was written by it, aaron sorkin that's not necessarily always a good thing, in my opinion, either. Uh, yeah, um, but like he does a certain specific thing well, but he he's a he's a one trick pony. He did the West Wing well, that's for sure. It's quick banter. He does it. quick banter well, and let me tell you who can deliver quick banter. This fucking guy. What's his yeah. name? Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. He he also does one thing well, but he does it very well. Everybody was doing the thing that they do perfectly well in the Social Network, and that's why it was awesome. Yeah, that's. I think that sums it up. The Social Network is a bunch of people doing the thing they do, the only thing they do well, very well, <laughs> and it works. There's so that's success. 2010. That's the Social Network. True Grit is a, a distant second. There's really no runners up. I like 127 Hours. I like The Town. I like Winter's Bone. That's all. Uh, the town. The Town was good. Yeah. 127 Hours. Yeah, it was a lot of. Out of being stuck in a crack. <laughs> yeah, he was stuck in a crack for a while, hallucinating. <laughs> he was thoroughly in that crack. Uh, <laughs> I saw that guy once. Not a good crack. Uh, yeah. So, cool. All right, how about 20, uh, 2011? 2011 was a tough one for me. Not for me. You're not going to like this, but it was crazy stupid love for me. Oh, that's a fantastic movie. It's, <laughs> it's not Warrior, though, but it's oh, good. Oh, <laughs> Warrior is so good. I actually... Yeah. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, I mean, I feel like I'm not including Harry Potter movies, which is stupid, but in my heart of hearts, it's Harry Potter, but Warrior is the greatest movie awesome. ever made. Yeah. Yeah, so if the greatest movie ever made came out in 2011, how is that not better than the movie you picked? I just feel yeah. like for rewatching purposes, I mean, there's no reason to not watch Warrior, rewatch Warrior because it's awesome. I just feel like, you know, if I'm going to put on a movie, I'd rather put on Crazy Stupid Love. That's interesting because Crazy Stupid Love has a twist ending and Warrior just has an entire movie of just Nick the Nolte best. Nick and Tom Hardy. Oh, the Australian man. guy. Yeah. 
Everybody. All of the aforementioned. Um, another movie I really liked in 2011 was Midnight in Paris, which was directed by the preeminent psychopath and pedophile Woody Allen. So um, that's a t- that aged poorly, but I uh, really enjoyed movie. the film. Prima Face. It's hard when everybody uh, who makes movies is a garbage person. Yeah, he's he's thoroughly garbage though. He's the um, garbage. So that was a rough that was a rough one, but yeah, Warrior, Best Picture winner, Warrior. Um, and it was kind of before pick. people were like aware, highly aware, and really into MMA, which is weird because it feels like it's been around forever. But after I watched that movie, I was like, MMA. I don't I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it. Not gonna watch it. Don't care about it, but. One time about I, had, I paid money. Well, I didn't pay, but I went to a place where they had paid $99 to watch an evening of MMA <laughs> fighting, and I had a really pretty good time. You went there specifically to see that, or it just happened to be we, I think I, someone had said, like, during this evening, someone's going to purchase pay-per-view MMA, and I was like, fine, I guess. Like, that's yeah, not, not for me. And then I watched it all, and I think that was, like, a very... It was, like, happened to be, like, a very intense fight because Ronda Rousey got knocked out for the first time or something. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, this movie doesn't even have that much MMA because Tom Hardy knocks everyone out so quickly that yeah. there's... It's, like, a lot of build-up, and then he's like, Don't Tom Hardy. <laughs> and, then he, <laughs> and then he just punches them once and Who duplex is Joel Edgerton? Spinal he... call him out their butt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joel Edgerton. Ed Gruton is now doing everything. Yeah, he directs a lot of stuff, too. Uh, 2012. My 2012 was not... I wasn't as into this year. You say it's your favorite. Zero Dark Thirty is my number one. So I'm actually... Look, I, I emailed myself the list I made in two separate emails. And so of 2010 to 2013, this is the one I listed the most things. But I have a... 70 way tie between uh, Silver Linings Playbook, oh, Magic so Mike. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah. It's good. Um, End of Watch, Savages, oh, Dark Knight Rises, and Rust and Bone, which is a Belgian movie that will knock your knock your nads off. Every uh, Dutch or any sort of movie in like Western, Northern Europe that you recommend to me makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. Did I say that it was Dutch? Uh, no, you said it was Belgian. Okay, I think Broken Circle Breakdown is Dutch, and that will make you want to self-harm. Oh, I was uh, just talking about how it still makes me want to self-harm. Oh my gosh, I want to watch that movie again, said no one ever. Yeah, no. Oh, if you if you watch that movie twice, something is deeply, deeply wrong with your brain. Yeah. It's like Requiem for a Dream. It's like up there with, if you watch that movie, the the government should get a ping and go pick you up. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy! So, yeah, you need to yeah. you need to you like um, show up with a puppy, a therapy dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Rust and Bone has got Matthias Schönatz, um, and he's like blowing up. He's in stuff now, um, but yeah, banging movie. Anyway, I don't know. I I thought all those were great. I I just can't. I can't even pick. But yeah, if I had to, good. you know, it's Magic Mike. Hell yeah! It's so good. Silver Linings Playbook, I'd say, and Magic Mike. Both fantastic and re- totally rewatchable i've seen both those movies a ton yeah. of times i and, think and, and give it up for dark knight rises oh hell yeah more, more rewatchable than than both of those yeah, that's true i've probably seen that more than either of the others zero dark 30 is tough because like when it came out i loved it so much and i loved it just because of like 
I thought it flowed really well as a movie. I like to watch, like I thought it was interesting to see. Um, however, I just recently watched the report, which just came out like a couple weeks ago on Amazon, and it mm-hmm. basically is like Zero Dark Thirty and that type of fiction and nonfiction media that was coming out about what type of terror, what like uh, torture was doing in terms of its effectiveness for getting information from terrorists or suspected terrorists is like totally fucking not 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 true yeah Yeah, totally not effective not helpful at all and like zero dark 30 was like it there was a logical line from torture to killing osama bin laden but like Mm. for me and like i know a lot of people get like juiced up on america for that purpose like that's not why i watch or approach zero dark 30 like that's not what it does for me but i can't it's hard for me to like reconcile that it's actually it was basically a propaganda film yeah yeah, I want I want better from Catherine Bigelow. I feel like she could she has the potential to make like the greatest movie ever. Yeah. But she got super famous from um, whatever TikTok TikTok bomb guy movie um, uh, that won like did that win Best Picture? Point Break. No. Oh wow. Yeah, she's already made the best movie ever. I <laughs> forgot about that. Um, she also made a cool zo- uh, vampire movie in like the early '90s. Catherine um, Bigelow has made... I mean, she was married to What's-His-Nuts. Um, yeah, yeah. Little Sea Explorer boy. Oh, The Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker, yeah. That, that movie's not good at all. And then, um, yeah, Point Break is great, though. Okay. Yeah, she's all right. She's done what but, she's needed to do when she made... She's like, yeah. mic drop, I made Point Break. Yeah, Point Break is a fantastic movie. It has everything, including Flea and everything else. <laughs> Flea just shows and up Patrick sometimes. Flea. That's a great cast. Flea, Patrick Swayze, and Keanu. Yeah, it's a bold move, and it really it paid off. I think yeah. for Zero Dark Thirty, she... Yeah, so she directed it, and I think she produced it as well. Yeah. Um, I am also expecting... I expected a little bit more from Jessica Chastain. I mean, she's doing a lot, and she's very good at acting. I just... I, uh, she's getting into Amy Adams' territory here. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride type situation. Oh, poor girl. Poor girl, Yeah. Well, say la vie, say 2013. La vie. Let's do it. 2013 wasn't, there wasn't a movie in 2013 that I was like, whoa, so good. Um, I, I said Fruitvale Station, Wolf of Wall Street, completely different, but those maybe were my two favorite of the year, but I would not want to rewatch either of those for obvious reasons. Interesting. My, I think the best movie made in 2013, which I will never watch again, is Prisoners. Oh yeah, goo, 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 goo. That's Denny. That is that's that is Denis. the hardest Denny. That is the hardest Denny. Oh, well, although there's the the one where Jake Gyllenhaal's his own doppelganger. Yeah. But yeah, no, Prisoners is harder. That's a tougher go. It's pretty hard. Uh, yeah. I thought this was a pretty good year. Frozen came out in 2013. Frozen, yeah, that's a movie. That's a good movie. Also, Gravity came out. Oh yeah, yeah. I like Gravity better than Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't do extensive research, as is my, as is my. Uh, you dropped a year. It's my, fine. My way. Yeah. Yeah. And Tom okay. Davis yeah. was also Everything very good. good. Oh yeah, I enjoyed that. I would never probably want to watch it again. Although I thought about it recently, um, but I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a good, it's a good one. Yeah, it's good. All right, 2014. What's 2014. Should we say it at the same time? I mean, 
I would hope if we can time it right, it's going to be the same. I mean, it's the same movie. You ready? Three, two, one. John Wick. Tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, oh, I didn't even. uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that that happened. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love John Wick as much as I think other people did. I loved it, but I like that we both chose like offbeat action movies. Well, not they're not offbeat. They're all on beat. They're 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 quirky quirky action movies i just feel yeah. like tom cruise was really like i mean he's always doing his best and he was doing such a good job in edge of tomorrow yeah i didn't even think of that i i googled every year and then looked at like a list of movies that came out and picked one and edge of tomorrow didn't come up which is unfortunate excited for the sequel john wick 3 was not not what i wanted mm. so maybe uh maybe they'll redeem it i really like guardians of the galaxy and the guest as well, this mm, this guess. 2014, the guest was. Now that the best. I watch um, Down Abbey, I have renowned respect yeah. for uh, the guest. Yeah, it's crazy that he's British. He's very British and so very British. handsome in the guest, and not that handsome in Down Abbey. I've never seen Downton Abbey, and I never will. Yeah, he's but that's not good. For, that's good to know. Made, not made for you. Actionable information. Uh, 2014, um, I think, was my favorite year. Also, Interstellar, Birdman, Whiplash, 22 Jump Street. All very good. Yeah, I, I thought about putting 22 Jump Street on the contenders there. I really liked it. It was so funny. The funniest, uh, there's a joke that they make in uh, 22 Jump Street that we still make all the time, which is the name of the drug of interest in the movie was called Wi-Fi, which stood for work hard, yes, play hard, yes. <laughs> Is this the one where he said, my name is Jeff? Yeah, I think so. Uh, my, my students all say that all the time. Well, not not anymore, but like the last two years. That's they, staying power. They would, just, they would just randomly go, my name is Jeff. Mm-hmm. And I didn't remember what it was from until I watched this movie. That might actually be 21 Jump Street. but yeah, I feel like they uh, should just count as one. Yeah, it's 20-something Jump Street. Uh, 2015. My favorite 15, movie same. Mine's the same as yours. I'm calling it this I year. I bet it's not. I bet it's not. Creed. Oh, Creed was so good. That's not my favorite, but it was so good. Sicario? Nope, not Sicario, although Sicario was fantastic. So good. Max Max, Mad Max Fury Road? No, but Mad Max Fury Road was the greatest Mad Max made. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. My favorite movie of 2015 was The Big Short. Huh. I really liked it. I think I liked it better on second viewing as well. Okay. I've only seen it once. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like in my mind, I can't separate it from The Wolf of Wall Street, but it's the Ooh, one it's with Steve different. Carell. Yeah. I know. But it's the same director, right? Uh, Adam Adam McKay. He didn't Adam direct The Wolf of Wall Street. Are you sure he yeah, didn't? Yeah, I'm positive. Because what's his... Someone oh, it was... Famous. Was it Scorsese? No, it was. It was. You're right. You're totally right. Yeah, it's a weird Scorsese movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, 2015, big short. Okay, cool. A lot that's of good it? movies that year. Yeah, 20, 2014 and 2015 were, like were pretty really, dark. Yeah, that's true. Pretty heavy, heaviness. Heavy. But there, I feel like 2015 was a very, very good year. Like the Carol was in 2015. I really like that. Uh, the Martian was even fine. Room was good. Yep. Yep. Brooklyn. Yeah. Steve Brooklyn. Jobs. I watched that. I, I liked it. Yeah, that was okay. I read that. I read the, the big old Walter Isaacson block, and uh, that guy, he was weird. He I ate a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruits. What? I don't know what you're saying. The Hateful Eight was good. 
The... Steve Jobs only ate fruits and vegetables. Oh, that's right. That's true. And, like, he died very young. <laughs> yeah, that's a, not an endorsement. So if you're listening, kids, <laughs> fruits Spotlight. and vegetables are poison. Spotlight. Yeah. The Force Awakens came out then. Yeah, that was not pretty good. good. Not good. Yeah. It's right. watchable. Um, 2016, obviously, we're both going to agree that Hacksaw Ridge was the best movie of <laughs> 2016. That's actually the worst movie of the decade. Yeah, I know. I think solidly. I have not seen it. Oh, my gosh, Jess. You should watch it just to try to understand how you think the whole time you're thinking about that the movie it got made people were involved in making it people were involved in coming up with the ideas for it and how it would be people looked at it it and they said yes yep they looked at it they said yep print it send it to movie theaters for people to watch it i think it got nominated for best picture i think it won an academy award for worst movie ever it won for best sound mixing it won won best for film editing what uh, oh no that's weird yeah i think it did i think it won for best film editing let's that's my Whatever, favorite award so that's a crime against humanity yeah let's just let's just have it be 2020 already so we can forget about all of that 2016 uh, had my favorite movie was moonlight okay i had a, an arrival and a moonlight mm, tie yeah. so that so that i could say for two years in a row that Denis Villeneuve is the winner because Blade Runner 2045 is in a five-way tie for 2017. (laughs) Obviously, I didn't didn't really pick my favorites because I just picked my five favorites and called it a tie. That's I feel like that's fair. Also, I do want to mention in 2016 that Manchester by the Sea came out and I cried a lot. Yeah, did uh, no, we didn't see that together, did we? No, No. but yeah, that, that was that was brutal when he was like walking back in the snow and then yeah stuff all the stuff bad, everything bad things happened after, one after another i was like hey Lu- hey hey world here's lucas hedges yeah that was a good introduction yep. boston very strong boston accent all right and i feel like nobody ever figured out if um if uh, casey affleck is a, a, a scumbag or not for oh, sure I, I think he is i think we know he is right yeah but we forgot about it it's like ryan he's... adams being a scumbag you want to not know Oh, Ryan Adams is fully a scumbag. Mm-hmm. He was, like, sexually harassing teenagers for years. Yeah, but wasn't Casey Affleck doing similar things? Mm, yeah, I think he was being predatory with with other cast members the or worst, some people on the set. The worst thing about the Ryan Adams thing was that his ex-wife, Mandy Moore, was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah and she's such, a, she's such a sweetheart of a treat. Yeah. If you're, if you're, careful if you if you're if you're if you've wronged mandy moore you're you, yeah. that's basically Go like being like the the terrorist in seventh heaven yeah. like if that show had a terrorist you are that person <laughs> um might have i don't know uh 2017 2017 blade runner 2045 get out the big that's, six that's thor good. ragnarok and i tanya five-way tie those are all in a five-way tie behind call me by your name Mm, that was good, but it made me uncomfortable because the age difference was so huge. It's fine. It, it was a, it was a great. It, it really was, wasn't it that was big. How it how, was like we talked about this. Years or something. No, it wasn't. And the wasn't guy was kid... under. He's underage. He's like a. He was like sixteen, and the other guy was like twenty-three. They're in Italy. Okay, that's racist, <laughs> but true. Coco was really good. Have you seen Coco? I still have not seen Coco, but so someone told me the other day, I told a bunch of students, hey, turn off your music. 
because they were using their Chromebooks. And I was like, you can't have the sound on. You can have some free time, but no sound. And then I said, hey, turn off your music. And one kid's like, you're like the grandma from Coco. That's a sick bird. I know. I assumed it was a good, I assumed it was good. I, I didn't know what he's talking about, but I assumed that was like pretty, uh, pretty ice cold. Yeah. So I said, I'll allow it. Don't know what you're talking about, but I'll allow it. There are some hidden treasures in 2017 that I feel like not a lot of people saw, but they should because they were very, very good. And the first is Kong Skull Island. It was like sneakily great. Yeah, that was fun. And Jumanji. Jumanji. I still haven't seen that. Legitimately hilarious. The second one just came out, but um, yeah, I just, I really liked it. Also, Phantom Thread was very good. I found the Phantom Thread to be Mm. very good, and I found I, Tanya to be very good. I only watched half of that. Phantom Thread? I loved I, Tanya. That's too bad we only watched half half because the last scene was the best scene of the movie. Oh, man. I was watching it on on the TV, and then I I watched half, and I was going to watch the rest, but I didn't. And I think it's been enough elapsed time that I would have to watch it from the beginning, which is really hard to do with Mm. any directed by, uh, was was his name? Um, Paul Thomas Anderson? Yeah, those are kind of one-hitters for me. Yeah, that's Uh, good. That's fair. I've never seen The Master that I think came out in 2010. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot because um, Joaquin Phoenix is just... (laughs) unhinged <laughs> but like subtly unhinged he's got he's got uh vibes of that guy you love who watches himself in the movie movie theater shia labeouf oh yeah yeah he's a yep yep shia labeouf is gonna grow up to be well shia labeouf is already that level of weird um there so. are a couple of unhinged yeah. actors that had well there's a lot of different types of unhinged actors Shia LaBeouf and Joaquin Phoenix are the same breed of unhinged. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's a different, there's a, a little bit more of a, a stately unhinged with, like, um, uh, uh, you know, Batman, best Batman. Um, oh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale is, like, yeah, he's a little bit more of a focused. Like, you know that he just does weird stuff and screams at people, but he kind of... He, like, focuses it into method acting. Him and Russell Crowe have that same type of unhinged yeah. theme. Yep. And I think the, the third unhinged type of person is, like, Tom Cruise. Just weird. Like, he's he's fully unhinged, but, like... And he holds it together everybody so loves well. Him. Oh, yeah. Except he's... sometimes on Oprah and when he's telling people that postpartum depression is not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody makes mistakes. Uh, 2018. Yeah. My my favorite movie of 2018 was The Favorite. Your favorite was The Favorite? My favorite movie was The Favorite. It was so good. A Star is Born is extremely good, although not as good on upon second viewing, which is a little disappointing. Uh, but hmm. The Favorite was... I'll never watch it again. Maybe. I, I yeah. might watch it again. I have no desire. It was so great. My, Love that, Yorgos. Logarithmos. Got to get the logarithms done. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorites from that were uh, that mo- that year were A Star Is Born and Black Klansman. Yeah, Black Klansman was so good. Um, and I did like the favorite a lot, but I like I loved A Star Is Born and Black Klansman. But I haven't watched either of them again. Um, I haven't been watching a lot of movies lately, and so uh, there's some things that are yeah yeah getting backed up. Um, I also enjoyed Black Panther, although I didn't. Like, love it, love it, because it is still a um, a Marvel movie. And then I didn't really like Roma that much, but I just went to Mexico City, and now I want to watch Roma again because everyone said it was basically like uh, 
what's his name's like love letter to Mexico City. Alfonso Cuarón. Uh, yep. And I like Mexico City a lot, except for the vomiting and diarrhea. Um, wow. So, uh, so now I kind of want to watch it again. I also made a note: 2018 was my year of disappointments. There were some things that I wanted to be really good that weren't, and those include Ready Player One, mm. Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. The Old Man and the Gun, Solo, and First Man. Interesting. I liked First Man a lot, and I was very—we've covered this in a podcast that. Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible Fallout was incredible. Yeah, that was a good that was a good joint. Yeah. And I enjoyed First Man and I enjoyed Solo. Um, but I wanted them to be better. Yeah. They were like That's they're fair. like cuz First Man was like the follow-up to La La Land um, where everyone's That's like, right. "Oh, th- That's right. this guy can make big awesome movies." And then I I read the I I heard it was so I read the book for Ready Player 1 and the book that they based First Man off of. Um, specifically because I was excited for these properties, and then the, they're just like they were just pretty good. Um, I mean, Not and even Red Player One was pretty good. Not my favorite properties. House Hunter over here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we're getting near the end of the decade, uh, literally and figuratively. Yeah, I mean, obviously there are still some movies to come out this year, but I would be very surprised if I saw a movie in 2019 that I like better than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, that's my favorite, and then I have runner-up Booksmart. Yeah, same, same. Booksmart was a Booksmart was great, and I think people are like flagellating it, or not flagellating, masturbating it. I don't know what the term is, um, but it's it was really really good. It was really really funny, but it wasn't like a flawless comedy. Um, uh, I was reading, so I read I read um, I read the book Movies and Other Things by. Shea Serrano, yeah. and he made a he made a point in uh, in that he was talking about Booksmart, and he said in Booksmart the girl gets arrested, and when the cop is taking her to the car, she says shotgun, just kidding, and he's like, no one has ever done that before in a comedy, which is almost unbelievable that yeah, that was kind of, still, it's the first that time that, that was joke. Still, like, available. Yeah, the yeah. joke was available because it works in like four different ways. Yeah, it's I mean, really good. Two, but there are two really good ways. Yeah, they're the best uh, two ways. So, yeah, um, Booksmart was good, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I really liked, and it's probably, like, tied for my favorite Tarantino movie with um, uh, Inglorious Bastards, and I really? haven't really seen any other movies um, in 2019, so that's pretty much it. I've recently been watching, I watched, yesterday I watched two movies, I watched Hustlers and Britney Runs a Marathon, both were not great. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I really want to see Ad Astra. That's on my Oh, list. I saw that. I saw that. It was not at all what I expected. Interesting. I think it's, it's super heady. Isn't it looks it about like, like it's hating like, your dad. Oh, it's it's very much about hating your dad um, and legacy. But I expected it to be more like a space action movie, um, and it is super heady and and strange. There's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of very uh, avant garde, like weird. Like Terrence film. Malick type stuff. Yeah, it's got a lot of Terrence Malick like film, film school project stuff happening in it. That's um, interesting. And it's from like, James Gray. It's yeah. It, it was not at all what I expected. I liked it, but it wasn't. It wasn't great. I guess um, it, was it similar to James Gray's? Um, so like for example, James Gray did Lost City of Z, which I loved. Was it like that? Like just like very I, slow. I burn? still have not seen that because you told me it was good but also not good so i never watched it 
Mm. I liked it. It has a, a very young Tom Holland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Spider Boy. Spider Boy. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to see Ford vs. Ferrari because I, I read the book and I got a friend of mine to read the book and then we were both going to go see it and we just have not been able to find the time. Um, it's not The book is not called Ford vs. Ferrari, but um, the source material. Uh, I'm excited for Star Wars, cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I want to see The uh, Souvenir. Uh, the Souvenir? What's that? I don't know. It's uh, um, I believe it's French, Belgian. Souvenir. Gotta be Belgian. Everything's Belgian. Joanna Hogg, she's the director. That's probably Sounds Scandinavian so... of some sort. That was what my name, my parent, my my name was changed during the immigration. You dropped a, you dropped an umlaut, I bet, didn't you? Yep. It's no longer it turned from Hogg, which is probably Gotta get rid the of best. that umlaut. Um, yeah, there's there's things that could be good this year. We'll find out, won't we? We will find out. We might find out. I mean, we're not going to the movies anymore, you and I, so. Yeah, yep, that was good. Good times, those times. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll do. Uh, yeah, we'll do 2020 in uh, 2029 when we do our <laughs> when, I, when we do our next pod. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think we shall see. We should definitely. Well, we shouldn't do a worst movie of the decade because it would just be. Don't watch these movies. Nobody wins yeah. and learns anything except for what not to do, which is not generally a way to deliver yeah. information. But I don't want to talk about Hacksaw Ridge for another hour. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's bad. Well, last year the winner of the best picture was Green Book, so we can only go up from there. Oh, yeah, that was a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. I never even saw it. I won't see it. You know, I'm sure I'll like as, it, but it's It wasn't as bad as it. Yeah, it, there there were problems, but it wasn't. I don't think it, it was deserving of, of the like whole the whole new Twitter piling on thing. Yeah. My cat is throwing something. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 there we go. We did it. We done did it. All right, Maddie.